This is Anchored in Christ, the sermon podcast that gives you hope in the gospel as an anchor for your soul. Brought to you from Old South Presbyterian Church in Newburyport, Massachusetts. Let's reflect a bit on what we have read and what it means for us tonight. Christmas Eve, 2020. Our family opens Christmas cards that we receive usually at the dinner table, and they are lovely. There are winter scenes, there are red birds resting on holly bushes, but one card in particular stood out because it shared so honestly the sentiment that most of us have. It reads, well, that was crazy. Hope for a brighter 2021. I know that we all hope for brighter years ahead. But the darkness still surrounds us. That is why we are outside this Christmas Eve rather than inside. But we're here hoping for something different. And I I wonder what it is that you are hoping for. Are you hoping for some sort of inspiration that will keep you going? Perhaps a, a bit of advice, like, like the wind is coming. Perhaps you would like a word of news that can still your deepest fears. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. We sang that. Those were words that were penned by Philip Brooks, a native Bostonian. He was at Trinity Church in Boston and wrote the hymn that we sang, O Little Town of Bethlehem. The words we heard read in the Bible. They come from the Gospel according to John, one of the four Gospels in the Bible. That word Gospel was borrowed by Christians. It was a word that was used by the Roman emperors in the first century whenever they had some big news that was going to benefit everyone. It was a gospel news. So if we had governments using the word gospel today, we would hear the gospel of vaccines that will deal once and for all with this pandemic. Gospel means news. News is not a fairy tale or an inspirational story like Star Wars, which is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. News is not advice that gives us what we should do if we want to have a certain outcome. Instead, it's announcing something that has already been done. So what is the news? of Christmas. The news is that the one who made everything has entered into the world that he made, becoming flesh, bringing light, and that light is life for all people. 
and it comes through his grace and truth. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. My guess is that you know the Christmas story well, but I do want to revisit the understory. We learn that Jesus was born at a time of Roman occupation of Israel. And Herod the Great was the one who was to enforce the Roman rule around Jerusalem. At that time, astrologers saw a great star, and the magi, as we refer to them, which we get magicians, came to Herod in Jerusalem inquiring, where is the king of the Jews? We've seen his star from the east. But Herod, hearing that news, had military and government authority, and in response, he ordered a state-sponsored terrorism and massacred all baby boys two years old and under. This is what we know in history as the slaughter of the innocents. It's the political setting around which the light of God entered the world. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. In the gospel news, according to Luke, we hear that an angel named Gabriel appeared to the Virgin Mary, declaring that she had found favor with God, announcing that she would bear a son. His name would be called Jesus, which means God saves. Mary questioned, how can this be? I have not known a man. And the angel responded, with God, all things are possible. Luke is clear in telling us, with God, all things are possible. But he's also sharing with us, it can be really difficult. Mary goes with her fiancé 90 miles while she's heavy with child because the governor requires it of them for taxation purposes. They are in Bethlehem when it's, she goes into labor pains. There is not a room in the entire town for her to have birth. And so she is in an animal stable, giving birth there. And it says that she wrapped her newborn wet baby in torn old clothes. This is showing that she and her baby are among the poorest of the poor. She lays him in a manger. You see these at tender crop farms, feeding animals. That was his bed. This is the economic and personal setting surrounding Jesus' birth. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. So what does this gospel of Jesus' birth mean? What is the news? Well, it's good news. It is showing that God is in solidarity with a suffering world, with your suffering. The Christian story is good news of how God removes every barrier that's between us and God so that we can be together. And Jesus, light and life have come to remain with us forever. So what about the surrounding darkness? 
What about the Herods in this world? The virus, the uncertainty that threatens us. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. John 1.5 we read, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. Think back to 1989, what happened with Laszlo Tokes. Laszlo Tokes was a pastor in Romania. He spoke out against injustices that he saw in his country under the communist ruler Nicolae Ceausescu. On December the 15th, 1989, authorities removed Tokes from his church. They evicted him from his apartment. And that night, residents in his town circled all around his house, protesting. And then the next day, others joined. The numbers kept growing. To stop the protests, the police were ordered to fire at the protesters, killing over a thousand men, women, and children. News spread of this. Ceausescu got on international, his national TV, blaming foreign interference for the unrest in his nation. In the meantime, Pastor Tokes was exiled to a tiny mountain church. He was writing his Christmas Eve sermon. He was afraid for his life. He bolted the doors and he looked at the Gospels of Matthew, of Luke, of John. And what he believed would speak most deeply to his people were the texts describing Herod's massacre of the innocents. He preached on Christmas Eve about the light that has come into the world and the darkness has not overcome it. The next day, Christmas, Ceausescu had been arrested. Church bells rang. Joy broke out all over Romania. Another King Herod had fallen. The Christmas story is news. And it's news that affects history, and it's news that changes our own lives. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. So I ask, what is it that you are hoping for this Christmas? Is there something that you fear? You can have your hopes and fears meet Jesus, the Christ. News is something that we respond to. What we do with it is yours decision. But I encourage you to bring all that you know of yourself to all that you know of God, because he's removed every barrier. In a moment, we will sing Silent Night, the English version. It is the English version of the German Christmas carol, Stille Nacht. In the German language, the final line of the first stanza reads, Schlaf in Himmelische Ruhe. It's not a statement. 
It's an imperative. It's not a statement that Jesus is calm and sleeping in the hay. It's Jesus sleep in peace. It is the sort of thing that parents of newborn infants say when their babies are crying at night, often with desperation and parental tears. Perhaps, perhaps it's your heart that needs to hear that tonight. Sleep. Sleep in peace. The Father is urging you. There is good news at Christmas. God is in solidarity with a suffering world. God knows what it's like for you right now. Jesus took on human flesh in order to redeem this world for God. Will you let your hopes and fears be met in Jesus tonight? Let us pray. Lord, as we sing, we ask that you would say something to us speak a peace over the fears and unmet hopes so that we can actually meet you this Christmas. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon from Old South Presbyterian Church in Newburyport, Massachusetts. If you'd like more information about our historic church, or you'd like to find out more about the gospel of Jesus, please visit our website at oldsouthnbpt.org. The peace of Christ be with you.